Hi everyone and welcome to Worth the Calories. I'm Matthew. And I'm Catherine. A Great British Bake Off podcast. <laughs> Which I sometimes forget to say. <laughs> but it is what it is. Hopefully everyone knows at this yeah. stage. Hopefully they're here. Um, bread week. Bread week. As is traditional, we're now into breads. Yep. Inverted commas, breads. In the same yep. way macarons are inverted commas, biscuits. This this was... Like, where was the loaf? Mm. Mm. I, I expect I normally expect to see at least one good, good loaf. I mean, the the, the showstopper was effectively a loaf. True. With other stuff going on, but but we, as we've said in other things, like the challenges are now beyond baked bread. Well, true. So true. Mm. Let's get into it. Um, yeah. Challenge one was pizzas. Do you like pizza? In fact, it was just two pizzas. Two pizzas. Two pizzas. Which, Make two pizzas. Yes, is a dough, which is a bread. We are stretching uh, it. Also, I, I really felt, and maybe maybe I, I wasn't watching it closely enough, but I I felt that they were being judged more on their toppings than they were on their um, pizza base. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that's because the pizza bases came out fine. Yeah, um, possibly. So, you made pizzas this week. I did. So let's talk a bit about the pizzas you made, and then let's talk about the baking of pizzas, because they're almost two separate things. Yes, that's um, true. You made pizzas. They were lovely. I, I did? Oh, I'm glad. Mm. Yay. Um, <laughs> I, and I must say, I don't know why I've not done this more before, mm. because it was quite straightforward. Although, I don't think it went as well as it could have done. Mm. Um, so once again, there were no recipes, or at least the last time I looked, there were no recipes no. on the Bake Off website. Mm-hmm. So once again, I turned to BBC's Good Food website, um, and there was what seemed like a very straightforward pizza recipe on there. Um, made a dough, mm-hmm. just some yeast, some plain, uh, plain like strong bread flour. Mm-hmm. He used the dough hook on the KitchenAid. It was all very straightforward. Nice. Um, the dough didn't seem to rise very much, mm. um, but I didn't stress about it too much because the recipe said the dough will rise in the oven. Okay. Fine. Okay. Um, rolled out the dough, just had a tomato sauce, which was literally just passata, um, crushed garlic and basil. Mm. No even cooking of it. You just mm. mix it all together. Tasted all right. It was lovely. And, um, mm. and then I put off, well, put, put, put some nice toppings on. Yeah. And baked it. It, it was, uh, and that was it. What I would say is the dough did not rise in the oven. I think our yeast is dead. <laughs> yes, I will, I will agree with, with that when we come to talk about yes. uh, Panareza. Yeah. So it was really straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to try it again with yeast that actually does the yeast thing. Okay. Um, I'd also might like to try some different dough recipes mm. because whilst I'm not... I, I, I don't think I've got it in me to care about a sourdough starter. So I know that sourdough is a thing that lots of people love and okay. I quite enjoy mm-hmm. eating it. That's that. There's I, no place. Of it for pizza. Yeah. yeah. There's also no place in my life for trying to keep a starter alive. Absolutely. It just yeah, wouldn't, yeah. it just wouldn't happen. Um, so yeah. So yeah, it was good. It was really good. straightforward. If anyone listening has never made their own pizza dough, I would say crack on, give it a go. It's really easy. But equally, if anyone has a really good pizza dough recipe that they'd like to share with me, I'm all ears or all eyes, I guess. <laughs> so let's talk about baking of pizzas. Yeah. Because we had an email. We did. Hi, I love the show. Pizza dough question. I was surprised in this episode that no one pre-baked their pizza dough before adding the sauce cheese toppings. I make pizza all the time and the only way I can get a really good crust, well cooked underneath, is to bake the rolled out dough for five to seven minutes first, then I take it out 
and put everything on it. Also, all my recipes suggest doing that. I don't really make thick dough, so I am confused. What are your thoughts? Thanks. Person in place. Um, oh. Who hasn't put whether we can say the name or the place, so I'm not going to. Thank you, person in place. Excellent. <laughs> I, I thought this was really interesting. Mm. And if I'd had more time before dinner last night, I was planning to bake one of the bases and put the t- the, the mm-hmm. things on top and, and then not bake the other ones first. Um, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. But I, I might experiment with this in the future. Um, I always expect to bake it from from dough. I don't expect right. to pre-bake the mm-hmm. pizza, but I can see how that might work well. I don't think I've ever done... I have made my own pizzas in the past. Yes. Um, and I don't think I've ever done this. I, I initially, when, when reading the email, and thank you, person, um, I, I initially thought, is this the difference between American and European in some ways? Because I feel like we make thinner pizzas. Yeah, yeah. Certainly when I think of such as the Chicago and pizzas that we had. <laughs> they were mammoth. <laughs> which which we have opinions on. And yes. I know that Chicago pizzas, people might not share our opinions, so we won't get into them. But I, I feel like certainly when we think of Italian pizza, Yes. significantly thinner, so it doesn't necessarily need that baking. But at the same time, par baking, yeah. you, know, you know, blind baking of, of something first is an established thing to stop it being too soggy underneath. So that's, mm. you know, I get that thing. And there was a comment in the email of, I don't really make thick dough. So I'm interested to try it to see what the difference is. Yes. Does, does it make it more like a pie type thing mm. with, with a, a, a firmer base underneath? And is it just what we're used to? I also wonder, and they didn't talk about using this in the show, but I also wonder if they use pizza stones. Oh, okay. Which you get incredibly hot, and yes. you either put it on or underneath the pizza. Mm. Uh, you, you, no, not on. That sounds like the stone's on the pizza. It's yeah, the wrong way around. You either put the pizza on the stone or on the shelf above the stone, so it gets a huge amount of heat coming up from the bottom. Right. Um, I wonder if they used them. They didn't mention it, but... But maybe they did. That That is the sort of, again, the established way. And I feel like yeah. uh, something we expect over here more. Because mm. it was a very hot oven. Mm. Um, mm. I, although I think I could possibly have gone even hotter. Because I went to 200. Right. I followed the recipe. It mm-hmm. said fan 220 degrees centigrade. Could have gone, gone up to that. Because okay. I think our oven's max is 240. Okay. But. Mm. I, I did a little bit of research. Yeah. It, it largely says that. You don't have to pre-bake. You can pre-bake. There's not a huge amount of difference. Okay. So, again, I don't know if it's just tradition in different areas and different yes. different countries. Um, I don't think it makes a huge amount of difference. And at the same time, I would ask back to the question asker, next time you do this, try not pre-baking it. And, you know, do, do, let's do a comparison. We'll try it next time we bake. And I would yeah. be interested to see what that scientific experiment comes out with. Mm. Nice. So, Matthew. Good question. It is a good question. Mm. My question to you is, what's okay. your favourite pizza topping? And <laughs> did it feature at all in any of the ones that were made or or did any of the ones that they made in the show particularly appeal to you? I, I you know, I have a very sweet tooth, so I go for things like sweet corn and pineapple. I do like them on a pizza. And this is my concern with, with making pizzas too often is I feel like I would min-max my pizza toppings. Right. What are the perfect pizza toppings, which is probably... Sweet corn, sausage or beef, and maybe uh, some pineapple. Mm-hmm. Might not all go together, but the flavours I like. So <laughs> Fair fine. enough. Um, some featured, I feel like people didn't really push it out in mm. any particular direction. Were there any that stood out to you as, as being particularly good? 
so I was intrigued by um, it's Carol, isn't it, with the pink hair? Yeah. I was intrigued by all of the cheese that she was putting on top of hers because you know cheese. Yeah. But it might even have been a little bit too much cheese for me. Mm. But it did look tasty. I remember I had a quattro formaggio when we were in Sicily yes. that ended up like that as well. It was like, no, this is too much cheese. <laughs> yeah, because you do get to the point where it's like, actually, I feel a bit unwell now. Yeah. Um, and what was the other one? Sandro's sweet, sweet and spicy pizza. Yeah, yeah. I'd have quite happily, um, quite happily eaten that. Um, Shabira's Malaysian prawn sambal pizza. I'm a bit funny about prawn on pizza, okay. which is which is odd because I, you know, I have in the past loved yeah, yeah. a seafood pizza. Mm. It's just, just something I'm a little cautious about okay. with prawns. Mm. Don't know, don't know. Mm. Mm. But, no, yeah, they, they all sounded very nice, nice yeah. enough to eat. Um, but I don't think there was one that particularly stood out. Mm. Um, and I think in the judging, that was kind of the same. Yes, I think everyone did pretty okay. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone had a disaster. No, Carol's the closest, just by putting too much cheese on it. Yes, so that's a baking decision. But yeah, I mean, but there is that was a decision to put that much cheese on it, yes. right? And I get what she's saying about you know who doesn't want more cheese and. And, you know, everyone in my house likes more of something, but this show isn't going for, you know, feeding a family of a thing that we... This is going for making genuinely very, very good quality stuff. Yes, agree. Which, which agree. sometimes you do need to pull back from the excess, mm. as we will find with some of the things later. Absolutely. Okay. They then had to make pano raisin. Pano raisin. Pano raisin. Um, so I made pano mixed fruit, <laughs> because we had mixed <laughs> fruit left over, and frankly, it doesn't matter. Mm. Uh, as you said, I think our yeast has deactivated, aged. I think the packet's been open for the longer yeah, than the two months working. that they say. So. I feel like moisture might have gone into our corn flour as well because the um, creme patisserie that goes in the middle yeah. did not set in the way it should. Mm. So I think I think we need to replace the corn flour and the yeast and see what happens. I was feeling really good about making these. Yeah. Up until the point of the cream pat, because it didn't set. Yep. Um, I the recipe seemed it, it said do the the creme pat and then let it set on the second chill, the third rolling out. Effectively, mm-hmm. I would have done it much sooner to, right. to, to give the creme patisserie time to do it thing. And then it also has you rolling out the dough, doing a book fold with it, and it's a book fold to get the lamination in there. Um, so you roll it out, you do the book fold, and then it wanted you to roll that out to square. Okay. And I feel like there should there should be a chilling step in that point as well. So I I had the problem that I think James might have had as well, that when I tried rolling it up, the creme pat was a little bit too thin, so it was slopping out a bit much right. and made everything a bit wet. So it didn't particularly rise as well as I wanted. And then when I baked it, I feel like they were a bit bland. Except for the, you know, the raisins, and they are, what, mixed fruit in um, orange zest and cinnamon mm-hmm. have a good flavour to them. Yes, that was lovely. But they've all sort of set in the same bit because I couldn't roll it as tight because it was wetter, so it came looser. Yeah. The actual dough doesn't feel like it has much flavour to it. Mm. It's just... You did get lots of lots of layers. I did. And and I'm pleased with that. I, and yeah. th- this is one of the reasons I was I was feeling good about it because the rolling out for the first time actually went pretty yes. well. Yes. Um, I found rolling out the butter not so easy. Yeah. Um, I need to need to practice that more. But then once I got the butter on it and started doing those folds, mm. 
because you then get it into a rectangle, you can then roll it out into another rectangle quite easily. So okay. I got into that process pretty well. That nice. was pretty good. To the extent there was, there was a bit where there were clearly a couple of bubbles from where I'd folded it and wrapped things in, and the bubbles weren't bursting. Right. The pastry was holding. So I'm saying pastry because it doesn't feel like bread. It but feels more like pastry than bread. Like bread. It, it is bread because it is an enriched yes. dough. But it, yeah, yeah, yeah. because you then go through this, this folding process to get lamination, it feels more like a pastry. I guess um, there's a reason that like panel raison and croissants and stuff like that are called breakfast pastries. Yeah, yeah. Because they they, they sit in that M- halfway house. That thing, so. Yeah. So I, I feel like I'd like to try it again. I might look for other recipes because yes. it was going okay, and then it all sort of didn't come together as well as I would have liked it to. And, and yeah, and I think we should get an absolutely fresh pack of yeast absolutely. so that, that so that that's not even a yeah, question yeah. mark. Yeah. But they're still tasty. I, I also wonder if something like a um, pan of chocolate, well, first of all, where you're enclosing it, but where you just have the sort of spreadable bits of chocolate or the Nutella or whatever you're using ready. Yes. So it's not make you creme pat and hope that goes as well. Yeah. 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 Well done. Thank you. You persevered. I did. That, that was a little bit mammoth because it had all these steps, so although it looked like it was very easy, uh, there was lots of... Hurrying up to wait. Yeah, I do not know how they managed in the time that they got for it on the show. Yeah, I, I think it's just doing everything at once, and I wonder if they had one less step of folding. Possibly, yeah. I would, yeah, I would yeah. imagine they just did that the once and then yes. got them in because um, they had a quite quite a harsh time on this. It was like two hours, wasn't mm. it? Um, I think everyone did okay. Mm-hmm. Carol again came bottom on this. Yep. And I'm now struggling to remember why. I also can't remember why. I think it just didn't. Uh, something, something yes. in the in, probably in the folding didn't happen. And then I think James, it didn't. Was it James? In Kevin, it didn't. He then came second bottom, um, because I think he had the same problem as I did, maybe with the the very thin kept creme pat that, that mm. ran into it. But a challenging technical. Yes, quite quite a good one. Yes. Um, just it didn't feel like it fit the week as well. And, and especially compared to all the different things you can do with bread. When I look back and they've done eclairs and donuts and an interesting thing. Yeah. This felt like a... This doesn't It's more like match. pastry. Yeah. 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 Fine. Fine. And now our showstopper, Smorgostarter. I was going to look some of these up in okay. like in the wild, and I didn't do it because okay. I'm just a little bit baffled by the whole concept. They absolutely look like what these people were making. Oh, really? Yeah, overly decorated. It looked like a cake, but you slice it, and you've effectively got a sandwich on your plate. I just don't understand why. I think I think for me, the concept of eating a sandwich mm-hmm. is so linked to eating it with your hands right. that the idea of spreading sticky stuff all around the outside of your big sandwich so that you can't cl- nicely eat it with your hands it's just baffling to yeah. me but maybe if i maybe i need to think of it as just like a a layered bread item that one eats with a knife and fork yeah a savory cake a savory mm. cake yeah yeah it's like and because they are look they look so decorated yes it's a really unusual thing but i can kind of see it in the the idea that it's a centrepiece rather than having here's all the quarter cut sandwiches that you mm. get at a corporate, you know, meeting, long day meeting or something. Here's a cake that you slice up and you get a thing. Like, I can I can see the place for it. Yes. I can also see why it's never caught on. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know? <laughs> and everyone goes, yeah, but no. <laughs> yeah, and just is, well, I don't feel I don't feel super inclined to try one. No. Well, I I kind of am, and I do wonder, stroke, hope that this might inspire people to do them in the UK. I, I could see me doing a, an all-day team training type thing. Of lunch, we get one of these and some snacky stuff delivered. Yeah, yeah. like maybe it would it would stand out. It yeah. would be memorable. You know what what flavors do you think you'd go for? I think there were a few in there that I quite liked the idea. Of. I mean, the fish and chips was a bit strange, but he clearly did very very well. Um, the one that was fish through was a good idea. Mm-hmm. I like Sandra's because I like a barbecue flavor and, and all the meats and so on. I wonder if I would. If I was doing this as a challenge, yes. over-engineer it in in the way I think a couple of them did, and do the top is a chicken sandwich and the bottom is a meat sandwich. The bottom is a burger, the top is a chicken satay, or you know, like a breaded chicken thing that I quite like anyway. Yeah, and do you've effectively got two sandwiches in here? Mm. That's the the way I think I would probably have ended up going with it. Yeah, um, because then again, you can do the outside actually has elements of uh, relish. Or a mayo, or a combination of the both, mm. you know, and you could do some interesting things. I definitely wouldn't style it like they're all styled. Because they're all so much, oh yeah, we spread mayo all over the outside and so on. It just feels too much. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I was just like, I, I just, I don't know what it is about having the savoury, you know, because it doesn't bother me. Buttercream spread over a cake doesn't no. bother me. Yeah, yeah. But there was just something about the idea of the savoury spread around the mm-hmm. air. I could just feel my fingers feeling sticky. <laughs> I like there's just something something really bothered me about it. I was just like, no, not for me. I don't know. If you were having to make one, what would you make? Golly, I so I I, I was really thinking about this because like it's got to have three different flavors. Well, th- ideally, three different flavors right. in it. But the question is, how do you? Because potentially you're going to have a mouthful which has all of the flavors in it. In, to there together. So, so I don't think so. That's the no? point of it being layered. You've got bread, then a layer, bread, then a layer, and then bread, and then some sort of flavour on the outside. Or, or is the bread allowed to count as a flavour? I don't Who know. Knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. So, so I was trying to think of sort of complementary mm-hmm. flavours. And I, and I think I would actually aim to maybe go something something along the lines of a sort of stylized um buffalo, mozzarella, tomato, mm. and avocado type mix and mm-hmm. maybe maybe like sort of really some really nice buffalo mozzarella with a bit of balsamic glaze in there maybe something which is sort of a, a layer with a bit of a guacamole okay. type yeah, effect yeah. Um, and maybe uh, something which is a bit like some maybe some of them roasted tomatoes mm. and have like a slightly tangy um, mm-hmm. tomato layer so all together it's sort of a, yes. a deconstructed um, caprese yeah. Plus avocado salad nice, nice. within it. That's 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 what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice way of going at it. Mm. Mm. And then I'd contemplate spreading some gook around the outside. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just bothers me. I don't know why. Like I say, I I feel like the outside should be more akin to relish onion chutney yeah. type thing than yeah, it's covered in mayo, or it's covered <laughs> in you know something like that. And I think it's because yeah, I'm thinking of it from the taste and the eatability. Mm-hmm. But actually, I guess they're they're big celebration events. So actually, the look of it in its exactly. entirety yeah. is probably one of the prime purposes of it. Hence the 
spreads. But that's also the point of sort of naked or naked effect cakes yes. is to have less icing because there are people for whom the icing is too much. Yeah, yeah, whether yeah. it's icing or buttercream. And you could make that argument here very strongly. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Any of the ones that stood out to you? Any that we want to talk about? Um, I enjoyed Carol's retro cake. <laughs> it really did look like something from the 70s. I think it was the dots of the sort of pinky purple piping. Yes. That really yeah, yeah, did yeah. that thing. It's, it's like the old McVitie's, you know, Christmas tins and stuff. Absolutely. And who did the one with the char pork? Was it James with the pandas? Yes. I enjoyed, um, so char pork. Love it. Mm-hmm. So I'd have actually wanted that, that. I might even have actually wanted to eat that one. Nice. Um, and I and I love the little pandas. I, I yeah. kind of want to make little panda rolls myself. <laughs> but then, how could you eat them? Pull their little heads off. Yeah, yeah. More pandas. Heads downwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how about you? Was there any any other ones that you? It, it was a shame again about Sandro's. Um, that he did, the flavors didn't quite come through. Yes. But it did look very good. And yeah. Did bread well. But I think Maxie's. Because okay. she went for a different look with it. The look came off very well. Yes. Um, and she did interesting things with seafood on it, I think. Because it stood out as something a bit different. Yeah. I, I I, wouldn't want one that was... I know no one did this, but when you think of a sandwich, I wouldn't want one that was beef and horseradish and ham and cheese. No. <laughs> like I said, you know, it has to be something interesting. Yeah, absolutely. So I would be more inclined to try it if I went, oh, that's you know, a bit different. Let's give that mm. a go. So, nice. Mm. Yeah, hers was very good. Janusz took it all though. Let's let's talk Janusz. Um, I think he absolutely won every round in this. Yeah, and and, and do you know what? He's so lovely. He is very nice chap. I, I mean, he can come and stay and bake for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the Janusz fan club. <laughs> I think he came across as very confident in in his abilities. Here. Yes. I, I so I wonder if having had early success has sort of spurred him on of, yeah, I can do this. I can, yeah. I can get something out of this. But but not arrogant. No. No, not yet. Yeah, he doesn't come across as ambitious and, oh, yeah, I'm going to be the one to win and I wouldn't help someone if I thought they needed help. Yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting to see because, again, you sort of hope he might have some struggle at some point and yes. learn how to deal with difficulties in the tent. Mm. Um, no Rebs and Abdul? So I think what they said at the start that they were ill? Yeah. Hmm. Um, so both ill, both couldn't make it. So this was filming over the summer? Yes, midsummer. So it could be anything. Could be anything, absolutely. Um, do you think it was right for no one to go home? I think it would have been wrong for them not to have to compete and still stay in. Right. Okay. So, so yes, I do. Right. I think. I think that's. Um, yeah. I. I think um, they need to pull it together next week. I think yeah. you know if there's a, if there's if if for example Rebs is at the bottom and one of those that have done both weeks is at the bottom. Yeah. I think. I think there needs to be a real reason to keep Rebs in mm-hmm. because that would be unfair otherwise. Yeah. Um, but but yes, no, I think it was right. Yeah. Okay. And no one did so dreadfully that you wanted to just cut them. Yeah. I, again, I wonder if that helped their editing a bit because I did find this was edited a bit like a music video at times. Yeah. There's lots of very quick cutting between things. Um, so it's so obviously having fewer bakers slightly earlier than they might have expected really mm-hmm. helped them. And means they don't have to fit in a narrative of here's why this person is going. Yes, you know? absolutely. Um, I will be interested to see because I think there's one or two who we might end up considering. Yes, they got an extra week out of this, right? Rather than 
it, it allowed them to stay in and go on to stronger things. I feel like when we've had this before, yeah, that's been the sort of outcome of it. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm just of the opinion that Rebs would probably have been the next to go anyway. So, um, so if anything, mm. she's gotten a different week out of it yeah. rather than an extra week out yeah, of it. Yeah, that's, that's but, fair. but but maybe I'm maybe I'm just um, making assumptions, and maybe she's just going to turn it all around. Yeah, because again, yeah. we we have seen bakers who struggle early on, and then it clicks, and they figure out how to deal absolutely. with it all. And, yeah, absolutely, we'll see what comes from them. So, what what is next week? Next week is Mexican week. Which I'm very much Ooh, looking Oh, we do to. like Mexican yeah, food. Yeah, they said a, me- a meaty technical. Okay, So it could, nice. could be anything interesting. We do like Mexican very much, yeah, so I'm looking forward absolutely. to making something there. Um, bread week was fine. Yeah. Yeah, not the most memorable of weeks, but again, not not a bad one. Um, I, I'm interested to have a look at other recipes for pan raisin, pan mixed fruit, um, and see see if there is a different way of doing them. Yep. Because uh, like I said, up until one point, it was I, I was feeling good about this, so... That would be a nice thing for you to make for me. <laughs> oh, but the idea of making them on a weekend, having enough to see her through a week, yes. to have them as breakfasts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I will genuinely be giving the pizza another go and, mm-hmm. and trying different recipes and also seeing if the dough can be frozen because mm. it seems like something that it might be possible to make make larger batches yeah, yeah. and then have it ready in pizza-sized lumps for, um, for a quick... You know, because it, it felt healthier than getting the pizza from Domino's. It did, yeah. Oh, so, significantly healthier than Domino's, that's yeah. for sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <we're> like, <laughs> and we like pizza, and and it's not too... It doesn't take too long to cook once you've no, got all the absolutely. dough and stuff ready. So it might be Let's a way of having a quick but not horrendously unhealthy pizza mm-hmm. on a weekday night for us. And so we um, will also try with the pre-baking of pizzas. I'm yeah. interested to see, because I've not really heard about it, So yeah, and, yeah. and see if we've got something we could use as a pizza stone as well. Yeah. Uh, see what difference We had a make. pizza stone, didn't we? Or did we, we get did. rid of it? I think we might have thrown it away. Oh, we, we had it for that year. We had to do the pizzas. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you very much for the question. If you have any questions, if you have any thoughts as, as either our episodes come out or particularly as the Bake Off episodes come out, do get in touch. There's all sorts of contact details on your episode description, so feel free to pause and go and look at it now. Um, you can email podcast at eloquentgushing.com. We're all over social media at eloquentgushing. Um, and you can even leave a voice message, as we had last week, speakpipe.com slash eloquentgushing. Um, thank you, person and place, who sent the message through. <laughs> if if you're okay with us saying your name, do feel free to put down what we can call you um, and that you're okay with it. Because we'd I, rather be more cautious than less cautious. Yeah, I don't think there's anything bad about having listened to a Bake Off podcast, but just, you know, data <laughs> integrity and protection. Absolutely. And these are important Absolutely. Things, yes. We'll see you next week for Mexican Week. Bye bye. <laughs>